Hey, this is Jean from Wyoming. I just want to join up and be all in. I'm Dana from Rhonda, and I'm going all in. This is Steve from Troy. I'm all in. I've followed the Lord for 50 plus years and fallen many times, but I know each time I get up, as long as I'm following the Lord, I'm pointed in the right direction. Thank you for your encouragement, continuing to press in. God bless you. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery. To get it done, you can get the show notes and more at drleewarren.podbean.com. That's drleewarren.podbean.com, and if you like the show... Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Good morning, friend. August 1st, about 5 o'clock in the morning, and we are starting all in August. You just heard from some more of your peers, your friends, your your fellow sojourners on this life and and they're all in we've gotten uh, i think it was 30 or more uh voicemails in the last day or so people who are all in with us who are just they're going to take this month to finally say you know what we're going to draw a line in the sand and the way it's been isn't acceptable and we're going to press on for something we feel like god is calling us to this bigger more um uh, maybe in some cases less than what we've been doing um, maybe you're being called to have August be uh, a time of learning how to balance your life. Maybe you've burned out. Maybe you're overworked. Maybe you're overstressed. Maybe it's time to learn how to take Sabbath and learn how to rest. Maybe it's time to repair a relationship, to press in harder with your financial goals. Maybe it's time to get up off the couch and start moving again. Maybe it's time to put down the cigarettes, to stop the numbing behavior, alcohol, gambling, online activities, whatever it is that's happening, uh, watching too much television. Maybe it's time to go back to church. Maybe whatever it is for you, if you decided to go all in, that means there's something that you're hungry and thirsty for. Your, your life isn't providing you, and you're, you've decided that it's time to go. So today... Um, we're just going to talk a little bit about that. Um, I started this morning in a really unusual way. My phone rang very early. Um, somebody we care about is, um, in the middle of a difficult situation in their family and they needed kind of an emergency prayer. Um, there's a, there's a big situation happening and I just would ask you, friend, I can't give you more details, but I would just ask you today, just take a second, even right now, just take a second and say a prayer for a couple, um, and their extended family. And there's, there's just a a big, difficult, hard situation that these people are in. They're not family of ours. Um, they don't go 
if you're one of my relatives, don't go trying to figure out who I'm talking about. <laughs> you don't know him. Um, but just take a second and, and pray that, that the Lord would intervene, that the enemy would be defeated, that, that everybody's safe and everybody's at peace, and that, that, that restoration and healing and peace would come about in this situation. It's difficult. Um, and the person who called just said, I'm, I'm so, um, it feels so out of my control. I can't fix it for them. Um, I can't sleep, and I'm just struggling. And, and so, friend, I'm just asking you, uh, hearing my voice right now, say a prayer and just ask God to intervene. You don't need to know the name or the, or the place or the time, but just know that, that somebody out there is hurting and there's a scary situation and, and they need your help. So pray. Just pray. Thank you. Okay. All in August, I told you we're going to have two theme verses. first one is Psalm 37 and verse 4, and it's this. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He'll give you the desires of your heart. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He'll give you the desires of your heart. And that's our theme verse. We're going to start with that one today. And I want you to, to put a green light, a green highlight on that one in your Bible if you haven't. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Now, this verse I want you to take a little caution here because this verse is not telling you. It seems on the surface like it might be telling you that whatever you want, God will give it to you. That's not what he's saying. He's saying he wants to change your appetite. And one of the reasons you might be listening to my podcast is you might be feeling like the things that you've been feeding yourself in your life, and I don't mean literal food, maybe in some cases maybe, but the things that you've been feasting on, or the things that you've been taking refuge in, the things that you've been using to, to numb your brain and turn your brain off so you don't worry about other things, those things are not filling you up and you're realizing it now. You're, you, you find that you drink from the well of the world and it leaves you thirstier. You, you eat from the, the table that the world is offering you and it's leaving you hungrier. And so you've said, hey, I, I want a different, I want to change my diet of these things. I want life to feel different, to, to fill me in a different way, to quench my thirst in a different way. And if you've tried everything else and it just isn't working, then maybe it's just time to go all in and let God give you a different thought process. So Psalm 37, 4, that's exactly what it's about. Delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And what he'll give you if you delight in him is a different appetite. And Jesus gives us the menu in Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Now, this word blessed, we've talked about it before. It's the Greek word makarios, and that word actually should be translated happy. It will make you happy if you hunger and thirst for righteousness instead of all these other things that, you've been, that you thought you were hungry and thirsty for. And Jesus says, you'll be happy if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, for I'll fill you. It'll fill you up. And you'll finally, like he said to the woman at the well in John, you'll finally stop being thirsty because I'm going to give you water that will actually quench your thirst. Listen, friend, if your life feels like, like Isaiah said, that you've been eating the bread of adversity and drinking the water of suffering, if you feel like that and you just, you just can't be satisfied, then what happens is when you realize that, that life isn't satisfying you, that life isn't working out the way you want, or that it's scary, or it's hard, or, or it's depressing, or anxiety, or whatever, then what happens is you find some other way to try to check the box of feeling better. 
and you turn to alcohol, you turn to pornography, you turn to that relationship that you ought not to be in, those text messages or clicking on that website or spending on Amazon to try to buy something that might finally make you feel better, right? So you're turning to something that will give you a diet that you think will fill that that hunger, satisfy that thirst, and it's just not working. So today's the day to finally just draw a line in the sand and say, hey, I'm going to go all in. Now, don't, don't spend time looking backwards and worrying about the past. It's already gone. Like, like I told you before, the, the tide comes up and washes those footprints off the beach, and they're gone. There's no more footprints. They're washed away. There's no old beaches, so there's no reason to go back and, and try to rethink some moment in the past or relitigate some problem in the past. There's no reason to do that. Just pray and ask God to forgive you if there's been sin and ask him to give you a different diet, to give you a different appetite, to want different things. Because here's the, here's the thing from the neuroscience standpoint. You will never break a habit. You will never make a new habit by thinking that you just can't do a certain thing anymore. You'll, you'll never get a better habit by just feeling bad about the old habit. Because what will happen is if you if you decide, okay, I don't need to drink anymore, or I don't need to X, Y, or Z anymore, if you decide that, but in your mind you think there's still some joy to be had or still some purpose or value to that thing that you're trying to give up, then what's going to happen is over time, if you, let's say you stack up 5 or 10 or 30 or 60 or 90 days of not doing that thing, then what's going to happen is your brain is going to keep telling you over and over that you're hurting yourself by not having the thing that you that you thought you wanted. If, if the idea is just that you, you've got to knuckle it out and not do the certain thing because you feel guilty about it or whatever, then you're going to start telling yourself some lies. And maybe they sound familiar to you. Like, hey, I can just have a little bit. I, I deserve it. I've had a hard day. The only thing that's going to help me is that thing. That's the kind of pressure that's going to start building in your head and in your heart. Unless, instead of willpower, you change your diet. So it's instead of just trying not to do a certain thing, you want to start building some habits and some systems around doing a different thing and buying into the reason that you need to do that different thing, that you want to do that different thing. My friend Gordon Livingston, a psychiatrist, used to say, you're not what you say, you are what you do. Okay, so so you on August 1st here, friend, saying, I, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to lose 25 pounds and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit doing that and I'm going to change everything. If the underlying deal in your brain is because you think that thing is bad and, and that thing is is uh, making you fat and and that thing is is something to be ashamed of but it's the only thing that will help you then over time you'll start you'll start resenting that choice and the pressure to fall back into that old pattern will will build and build and build until it feels like you're going to explode and then you'll justify it in your head i can just do a little bit i can just do this one night it doesn't really count because i only had one or it doesn't really count because i I didn't really you know buy anything i just did this or that it it, the pressure will build it'll knock you off your path so the the right answer is instead of saying you're going to do those things start doing different things start chasing hunger and thirst Jesus said, for righteousness, start start wanting different things. And in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, he has a sentence where he said, you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. I did a whole episode called Systems Keep You Sane about the systems that I have in my life to, to help me overcome certain things and, and to make sure I succeed at certain things. 
You don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your system. So here on August 1st, as we're setting out, I just want to give you that thought process about deciding that it's time to go all in. And the the way to succeed in going all in is to build some systems around the pursuit of what it is that you really want to achieve or really want to become or really want to overcome. Build some systems. Now, how do you do that? If you're going to make a new habit, you have to break an old habit, but but you don't break the old habit by willpower. You break it by pursuing new systems that will produce success over time. Stack little victories. Every time you get a check mark on that list, you're going to get a little dopamine hit that says, hey, I did a good job, and you're going to be proud of yourself. And then you want that pride feeling again. You want that success feeling, so you chase that. And all of a sudden... 30 days have gone by and you haven't really thought about that old thing because you're pursuing something that tastes better and it leaves you feeling a little more full and it leaves you feeling a little more satisfied and not as thirsty anymore. And just remember, if you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. If you want to change, you've got to change something and you have to start by changing yourself. And the secret to that, as Jesus said, is to delight yourself in him and to be hungry and thirsty for better things, to have a better system in place instead of just trying to break habits, okay? So that's the idea. Now remember, if you're going to make changes, there's three things that are going to be true. You're going to have that negative voice in your head that's going to tell you that you can't do it, that you've tried, and it's going to remind you of all the times you've tried and failed before. The enemy's going to try to challenge you and tell you that you can't do this. And you tend to believe that voice in your head because it's your voice. I'm sorry my voice is cracking up. You tend to believe it because it's your own voice that you hear, right? It's your words. And you say, I can't do that. Like Every time I try that, I fail. I might as well just quit. But your brain is hardwired for negativity. So remember that your brain is not always going to tell you the truth. And that's why you have to believe me when I tell you that not every thought you have is true and that feelings are not facts. Feelings are not facts, friends. Just because you feel something doesn't mean it's true. It's a chemical event in your brain. And the good news is with self-brain surgery, you can change that baseline chemical state. And it starts by thinking better thoughts and teaching your brain how to respond when you feel certain things because thoughts become things. And the more you allow negative thoughts to go unchallenged, the more physical synapses your brain makes to help automate those feelings that you associate with those thoughts and they become more and more real over time. So knowing that, you're smart enough to know that if you think better thoughts and build better habit, build better thought loops in your brain, that you'll make better synapses and you'll start feeling the baseline feeling will become better. It's just true. It's true from neuroscience. It's absolutely true. When you think about better things and make yourself challenge those negative thoughts, things get better. So if you're going to go all in, you just have to know this. You're going to commit to breaking that habit or fixing that relationship or get closer to God or make better financial decisions or whatever it is, improve your fitness, your diet, whatever. You better get ready for some opposition because I'm telling you, the enemy, and whether you believe in spiritual warfare, whether you believe in God or the devil or any of those things are real, I believe that they are. But even if you don't, you will agree, I think, that any time you try to make major positive change in your life, you run into all kinds of resistance. Stevens Pressfield's book, The The War of Art, he calls it the resistance. And he's talking about, he doesn't believe in 
the devil, but he's talking about this this reality that happens anytime you try to do something big or change something, you, you run into all kinds of walls. It's inevitable. I mean, you, you try to go on a diet, and that day your friend brings you know a carrot cake to the office, and it's your favorite, and you know, it's, and you got to have a piece because it's their birthday, and you have to you have to, or you'll look bad, right? Or you you decide you're going to quit drinking, and you have to go to dinner with your boss, and, and he opens a bottle of wine and almost demands that you have a drink with them. It, it, it's going to happen, right? You're you're going to break that relationship, and then somebody offends you, hurts you, you're brokenhearted, and and that person's right there to to fall on. It's easy, and you and you just you just fall back into that habit. The enemy's going to put those things in your in your path. It's going to happen. So knowing that, prehab your brain to be ready for those those challenges to come along because you know if you try to make a decision. John Bevere says you're, anytime you're about to have a big breakthrough is when you're going to encounter the biggest opposition because the enemy doesn't care. In fact, he likes it when you're failing, when you're when you're drowning in your own sorrows, when you're drinking, when you're when you're doing all that. Because when you're doing that stuff, you can't be effective for the kingdom. You can't make a difference and impact in other people's lives because you're wallowing in your own misery. The enemy's not going to bother you down there. But when you try to get out of that hole, Jesus said in John ten ten, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. But I've come that you might have life and have it abundantly. See, when you try to get out of that hole, that's when you're going to get attacked. And so just be ready for it. Just know it's coming. Just be prepared. Like Buford standing on that hill at Gettysburg, he could look out across the hill, and he could see in his mind the battle that was coming. He could he could just see it, how it was going to play out, how the ground was situated, and he knew where the enemy would likely come. And He, he made a decision to, to dismount his cavalry and, and prepare to fight right on that ground because he could see it coming. But if he had just been you know happy-go-lucky stumbling through life or hung over and not thinking about it that much or whatever he would have stumbled right into that fight and the war would have gone differently so be ready be prepared for the enemy to attack and think through it now i want you to get the book all in by mark patterson i want you to get that book if you if you can't afford it Send me an email, lee at drleewarren.com. We're going to give away a few copies. We've given away one already. We can't give away 100. I can't afford it, but we can do four or five. So if you if you feel like you just, there's no way you don't have a library, you don't have the ability to spend 10 or $11 on Amazon right now, if it's just too tough, and you think the book would help you and you want to go all in, just send me an email, lee at drleewarren.com, and we'll provide a few books as kind of a curriculum for some of the things we're going to go through this month. So I want you to consecrate yourself. When what that means is setting yourself apart. You're making a decision that you're going to pursue him, pursue this new diet, this new appetite of your life with all your heart. You're going to go all in. Um, D.L. Moody said, The world has yet to see what God will do with and for and through and in and by the person who is fully and wholly concentrated consecrated to God. The world has yet to see, friend, what God will do with and for and through and in and by you if you go all in, if you're fully and wholly consecrated to him. If you decide this is the month, I'm going to believe the promise of Psalm 37, 4. I'm going to commit my way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. I'm calling on you, Jesus, to keep your promise. I know you will, and I'm committing myself to you. I'm hungry, and I'm thirsty, and my life isn't satisfying me, so I want to try what you said. Happy I'll be if I hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they'll be, for I'll be satisfied. I'll be happy. I'll be blessed, and it's going to be better 
in 31 days from now, I can't promise you that all your problems are going to be solved. In fact, I can promise you that they won't be because God never says that he's going to solve all our problems or make everything easy or make the cancer go away or make us win the lottery. He never says that. What he says is, I will be with you. Put your burdens on me. I will carry them for you. I will help you. I'll help you see the hope and the light again. And it's because we can have that hope and we can fight for a better opportunity tomorrow. We can never stop believing that the light's going to come back on because he keeps those promises. That's how we tell a better story with our life, even though we go through hard things. And that's how we learn to build a system around what we do in the evening so we stop that numbing behavior that we've used for years as a crutch and as a, as a way to turn our brains off so we stop thinking about the other things that we don't want to think about anymore. And then that leads to waking up better the next morning and making better decisions and deciding to put the track shoes on and go to the treadmill instead of you know, eating that extra donut. It, it, it leads to better decisions and better thought processes. And then all of a sudden we start to feel a little pride and a little hope starts building and we say you know what i did it for yesterday i can do it for today and if i can do it for today i can do it for tomorrow and before you know before you know it you've gone all in and you're fully committed and you're making progress and it finally feels like some of those chains are falling off and the great cloud of witnesses is cheering you on and you're going forward let's let tommy sing to us right now let's sing it tommy let's let's hear forward this is our theme song forward I'm gonna miss if I don't leave this old familiar place. Oh, troubles, I know they'll come, but I believe, Lord, you'll make a way as I take each step of faith. You're gonna lead me by your grace. Oh, 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 
August 1st. It's time to go all in. It's time to hunger and thirst for different things because we're so tired of eating and not being filled and drinking and still being thirsty. It's time to go all in. And the good news is you can start today. Hi, Dr. Warren. This is Kara McMacken calling from the beautiful Black Hills of South Dakota. And I'm just calling to say that I am all in. Hey, thanks for listening. The Dr. Lee Warren podcast is listener supported. Check out patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. That's patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. Patrons and partners get free books, transcripts, special patron only episodes and more. And partners like you allow us to stay ad free and keep growing. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.